Welcome to the Watermark Students Podcast, a podcast for students featuring students where we discuss the everyday issues of teenage life from a Christian perspective. For more information on Watermark Students, check out watermark.org slash students. And we hope that this episode is helpful to you. Spit it out. Yeah. Welcome to the Watermark Student Podcast. Me, John Scott, on my left, Jermaine, and my four. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got nervous. I got nervous. I didn't know. I got, and on my forehead. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. At least I said something, Jermaine. Oh, you that said nothing. You great. said nothing. No, no, I'm okay. no. That was I'm iconic. Ready, Good ready. job. Thanks. That was great. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. I'm your host, Jermaine Harrison, and I'm joined by the other hosts of the podcast. <laughs> Tell us more. Will McElroy, Haley Wright, and our student guest for the day, John Scott Hawkins. What's up, everyone? And to be clear, John Scott is one word together, not John, John and one. Ben Scott. Thank you for that clarity. That's and the yeah. S yeah. is not capitalized. Yep, it's a common Only S. Only J, one mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. John Scott, tell us a little bit about yourself. Guys, my name is John Scott Hawkins, and I'm a senior at J.J. Pierce High School. Go, go Mustangs. Go ponies Mustangs. Up. Ponies up. Let's go. Well, as we always start every episode of the podcast, we want to kind of let the audience into the fun, if you will. Bring them to a seat at the table. And today is just like every other day when we have this episode, these episodes. And the question that I want to ask is what was the first job that you ever had when you were a teenager? What was that first job that you had? Will, my first job, my dad owned his own surveying company. And so I worked with him. I held this like rod thing in the sun and he would just tell me like land surveying to be specific. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was terrible. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I loved my dad, but the job was not great. (laughs) Kaylee, what about you? Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that there's a seat at the table for them because I immediately was taken back to these bright neon orange seats that filled orange leaf frozen yogurt um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which was my first job um, as a official Froyo yogurtier. I just made that up. Yoga tier. I just made that word up, <laughs> that, but I wow. did that. Wow. That so. is good. Awesome. That is good. Mm-hmm. Um, my first job was, guys, get this. I was 16 years old, and what better job to have as a 16-year-old than working for an ice cream company? I worked for Haagen-Dazs Ice Cream. You've probably seen it in your local grocer's freezer. Did they have orange chairs? <laughs> they did actually in the in the you know the ice cream parlor. Must be an ice cream thing. But all day I would deliver ice cream to restaurants and supermarkets like that type of stuff and then I would end the day by going to the ice cream store and get whatever I wanted from the ice cream shop. It was amazing. Awesome. Oh, great first job. John Scott, what about you? What was your first job? My first job was Chick-fil-A. 15 years old. Started working there. Great job. Always a fan of Chick-fil-A. So I was like, "Hey, I know they hire at 15. So what the Day I turned 15, you I applied, wow. got the job. Wow. And you would walk to work, Amazing. right? That's what I know. Mean. Walk to work. This man my was bike. dedicated. I know. Dedicated to this work. It was his pleasure. Someone had to do it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Someone had to do it. It was you me. You can see it in my face. <laughs> if you guys could see the look Okay, guys, you know, there's two types of students that listen to this podcast. There's those who have a job, and then there's those who are probably going to get a job someday. (laughs) And we all need to work someday. That's how you get money. That's how you get experience. And so today we want to talk about what's a good 
uh, just sort of godly mindset to have around work and a job. And we thought John Scott would be a great guy to talk to today. And so, John Scott, just update us now. You're not working at Chick-fil-A anymore. Where are you at right now? Yeah, so right now I'm at a restaurant in Addison near Addison Circle. I declare it's an awesome place, awesome restaurant, great vibes. The vibes are like a, vibes a are really, hip Cracker know, it's Barrel, like a, right? It's like a trendy Crackle Barrel, trendy. kind of. So, like, a lot of young people love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You guys want to know a fun fact? I, I've seen John Scott working at this restaurant before. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 recommend it. It's great. Yeah. How was I? Was I good? You were a great host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I walked y'all to the table. How you was did. it? It was really great. Um, yeah. Really welcoming environment. And he was Very like, good. here's Glad. your table. I helped you find it. And, <laughs> and then it was found. And he tipped a lot well, of right? work. Yeah. 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 I hope yeah. he was tipped well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. John Scott, but you're one of the few that are in high school working right now. I think mm-hmm. I saw that only about 30% of high schoolers, teenagers are working. What would mm-hmm. you say? Just give us an update on what's the general attitude that teenagers have towards work. Yeah, I think uh, most of my friends don't have jobs. And I ask them the same question of like, are you ever going to get a job? Have you started finding jobs? Their answer kind of to that is like they don't want their social life to be taken away because of them having a job. And I think that is a valid point to have because it's like, man, working, doing school and then working, that takes up so much time. And being a high school student alone without working, mm-hmm. you're busy. I mean, you're always going, doing school, doing your sports, whatever you do. So it is a busy life on top of that when you're working. So it's like it can be difficult. And so just having that conversation with them about, man, not having time to hang out with friends, family or stuff like that. Um, they're just scared for that. And it's like, I totally agree with them. You know, me having a job, I started whenever I was 15. And so I really had to like look at my schedule and see, man, is this job taking over my life? Like I need to learn how to like have that good difference between my life and having a job. Yeah, it it, it forces you to make tough decisions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really helpful that you're um, even able to do that as a 15 year old, like you're practicing um, something that really you'll be doing um, to a greater degree as, as you continue to get older Mm -hmm. of making the decision of like, man is what, what do I value the most and where am I going to put most of my my effort to what, how do I decide what I say yes to and what I say no to? Because in reality, when you look at God's word, you see that work, work is a gift. Like work was something that God created that he gave to, to Adam in the garden from the beginning of time, before there was ever any sin, before this world was broken, there was work. It was a gift from God to, to, um, to steward this, this earth, this creation that he had given us. And so that's, that's, um, something very important to understand, Mm -hmm. you know, even from, a uh, the time when you're a teenager and I think doing or having a part-time job does help you kind of grow and develop a work ethic that I think is, um, something that God would want all of us to have. But in the midst of that, it really is tough. Like there is a tension. Like, do I choose to hang out with friends or do I choose to, you know, go, go work this shift, you know, Mm -hmm. at work. And so that's, that's a totally valid thing. And I, and I love that you and your friends are wrestling with that question. For sure. I think of myself in high school and all the things I wanted to do. And personally, I was so selfish with my time, whether, I mean, I spent however many hours at school during the day. And then I'd have to go to practice after school. Mm. And then it felt like I had hours to do homework. And so my free time was limited. And so I wasn't just always eager to give that time away to something that wasn't going to benefit me socially or relationally or restfully maybe even. And so 
um, a job is a tug against our selfishness. You know, it, mm. it forces us to commit to something else that maybe we're not in the mood for. And yeah. I can remember many times I did not want to put on my khaki shorts and orange <laughs> leaf t-shirt and walk on in on a Friday night and have to give up the opportunity to hang out with friends. Mm, yeah. um, but I did start to appreciate having money and mm. being able mm. to kind of think through how am I going to use this as well? And so there is a tension. And unfortunately, we usually start by being like, I want to be selfish. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's good. I think another challenge that we often over overlook too is not only do we stop having a social life like we used to when you get a yeah. job, but you almost gain a new social life with your coworkers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be pretty hard because we know, especially in the restaurant industry, that that uh, coworker culture is not always the healthiest. So just talk to us. How do you deal with the pressure of the world and the culture when most of your coworkers are not following the Lord. Yeah, well, working in the restaurant industry, you're working with people from all sorts of kind of lives with all different walks of lives. And so before working there, man, I worked at Chick-fil-A um, and it really like you kind of had, you knew everyone and they were like good people and all that. And they knew mainly like everyone was Christian there and they knew the value of God and all that. So Working in a restaurant was a huge change in my life, um, and it really helped me to learn, man, how am I going to deal with these types of situations? The other day, I was talking to my manager, and he's in his late 30s, and he went to seminary and studied theology and philosophy and all that. We started talking, and he's not with the church today. He's not work. He used to work at a church, and he's not working at the church anymore. He's not religious anymore. And so I asked him, I was like, hey, if you don't mind me asking, like, what made you want to step away from that kind of life and all that. Um, and he said, man, like I think Christianity today is all about the looks. He thinks Christians are just doing it for the looks. They say one thing and then the next day they're doing another. And, you know, I told him, I was like, I totally agree with you on that. I do think Christians today, that was just like how I was. I was just like that on Monday mornings. I was man raising my hands during worship saying, look at me, look how good I am. Like I grew up at a church. Like this is who I am. This is literally all I do. But really, man, I was just living life how I wanted to and not like the Lord planned for me. And so I told him that and I, we just had such good discussion about that. And so I think just communication, having that conversation with them is key. Um, like Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, go therefore and make disciples of all nation, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to, the, to observe all that I've commanded you and behold, I am with you to the end of the age. And so I think all we can do is just have that conversation with them and then let the Holy Spirit, man, work through them and we can just pray for them. And I think that's all we can do. That is amazing. That's a that's an incredible thing to even think about that a teenager mm -hmm. was having a con a spiritual conversation about very significant things yeah. about your faith, about the the world and about our future and about you know, why we're even here and our meaning and purpose. And so even as you were saying that, I was just thinking about the a, be, a benefit of a part-time job for a teenager is mm -hmm. that man, you, um, it can help you decide what you believe and why. Mm -hmm. Because when you're at church or when you're in a safe environment, if you will, where the majority of people maybe um, believe the same way you believe or genuinely value the same things you value, it's a little bit easier to 
hold firm to your faith and to um, uh, your values. But when you're in a, a situation or a context where it's tested because there's a lot of people that believe differently than you and have different worldviews than you, then, then you get a chance, an opportunity, I think, and a privilege from the Lord to 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 decide for yourself, man, do I really believe this? And why do I really believe this? That it's not just something that you you hear and repeat, but it's something that you really believe in your heart and want to live out. So that's awesome. That's so good. And even as you're talking, I'm just like having a part-time job and how it's been for you, John Scott, I love that story. I know that's just one example of what work is like for you yeah. and the conversations you get to have, but it is invaluable that at your age, you're learning the value of kind of just stepping outside your comfort zone, surrounding yourself with people that you normally wouldn't surround yourself with, you know, and that is yeah. going to benefit you for the rest of your life. And I think as believers, we can kind of, it's a silly phrase I've heard is like holy huddle or be in the Christian bubble. And yeah. You only surround yourself with Christian people. And that is not the way. I think mm -hmm. when you read through the Bible, when that Matthew 28, you read, you know, you said go and make disciples. And that meant leaving kind of your bubble and going to meet new mm -hmm. people. Yeah, and a yeah. part-time job is such an easy way <laughs> yeah. to get yeah. in, to get into new environments. That's great, mm -hmm. Kaylee. The gospel is not just uh, defensive. You know, it's not just for us. Uh, I love how John Scott made it uh, offensive. You know, you went on the offense sharing it. Um, but I want to talk about something else too, is that I've realized just uh, now that I've started a job and working mm -hmm. full-time is that so much of my life uh, is spent at work. And you know, by the time I'm 60, 70 years old, I will have spent tens of thousands of hours of my life working. And you already, since having a job since freshman year of high school, has been, mm -hmm. you know, probably over a thousand hours working. And so with that being said, what have you learned about yourself through work? And not only that, but what have you learned about God through working? Yeah, I think working for so long since the beginning of freshman year, it's taught me that God is my only source of joy and fulfillment. You know, whenever I started, I declare... I was making so much money and that's all I was looking at. That's the only thing I was looking at actually. And I started to drown myself in the hours and that no matter how hard it was, I would only look at the money. And so that's what I just started doing. And it was becoming an idol for me, really just like seeing that money go through my bank account. I was just looking at every single day and I'd be like, Oh, I want to work more. I want to work more. I want to work more. And so first Timothy six, nine through 10 really point that out. And it says people who want to get rich fall into temptations and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root for all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Mm -hmm. And so I think that really just pointed out my life right there of having a job and just seeing that money, no matter how hard it was, I was just eager for money, like it said. And that's whenever my parents kind of saw me working so much and missing out um, Sunday mornings and Sunday nights and missing out Wednesday mornings here with my small group. And so they kind of like pulled me aside and was like, Hey, like this is kind of starting. We're starting to see something that's becoming way more and more every single day for you. And so, man, is this becoming healthy? And so me listening to them and hearing that really helped me a lot to take a step back and say, is this helping me with my relationship with Christ? Is this Am I growing in my faith or am I growing apart from it? And that's, I think, the big question. So Yeah, that's good. I mean, as you were saying that, the, the thought that came to my mind is that teenagers have so much more to gain from work mm -hmm. than money and to make it only about money. Like, that's important and, oh, yeah. and it's good to, you know, mm -hmm. make money so that you can save and give and, um, and, and spend wisely. But man, there's so much more to work than that, to gain from work than money because it's a great opportunity to grow in, you know, how you 
you understand yourself and how you relate to others. And even like you were saying, like uh, to be taught about more of who God is and to even share his, um, his share his hope with, with mm-hmm. people around you who really, really need it. Okay, John Scott, these have all been great points. And while you have the mic, I want you to think, what is the last thing you want to leave to everyone listening, to all the students listening out? Yeah, the people who are out on a run or out on a doing walk their, or doing a laundry. bike ride. They're probably yeah. listening to this at work. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ooh, <laughs> maybe. That's good. Yes. So what's the last thing you would say? I think I kind of pointed out on this, but is this job, is this part-time job growing? Are you growing closer or farther away from God? And that's the question I asked myself every single day I was walking, I was walking into work, man, am I going to grow in Christ today or am I going to grow apart? And that's just the big question we have. No matter, it might be the best paying job with your best friends, but the big question that you need to think about is have you grown spiritually with your walk with Christ? Mm. I think that's the big thing. Yeah, that's so huge. If I can add one last thing, I think it's, it really is the heart of how we work. Um, when you look in the Bible, it says whatever you do, whether you work or deed, or if you're worshiping God, or if you're having conversations with your friends, whatever it is at your part-time job um, for the sake of this podcast, do it for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to give us some great examples, John Scott, for that, but also for the student who maybe doesn't have a part-time job, but is a full-time student, full-time athlete, all of that. I think everything we've shared in this podcast you can translate to that because sometimes for many students being a athlete Mm -hmm. is their part-time job right now. And you have a lot of parallels of being under the leadership of your coaches and the disciplines it takes through that. And so maybe you don't have a specific, you're not working at Ida Claire's, but there is a lot of value of understanding what, what, how do we view work? How does God view work and how do we work to honor him? Yes. Because the the Bible celebrates hard work. Like it really does. Like you Mm -hmm. see that all through scripture. If you just open your Bible and flip to any page in the book of Proverbs, you'll probably see something in God's word about the value and importance of, of working hard, of being diligent, of, um, of, uh, you know, like being responsible in that way. And man, work is a gift and we'll probably be working in heaven. Because work was around before there was ever sin and brokenness in our world. And so I imagine that the Lord in his creativity is going to give us opportunities to work in his kingdom. I don't know what that's going to look like exactly, but we get to practice that now by being faithful with the work that he's given us. Whether that work is our homework, our work as an athlete, like Kaylee just said, or Mm. or our work at an actual part-time job that we do that to, to glorify and honor the Lord. Because we're practicing for when we're doing it in the future, in eternity. I cannot wait to see what my heavenly job is. <laughs> I hope mine that's is another really, really fun. Yes, that's I hope another one. ice cream again. <laughs> 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 but hey guys, I, John Scott, that was great. I just want to recap all the points we made. And so point one that I took away is that work uh, from a young age, it teaches us how to make hard decisions because uh, that's what work is, is making decisions. And so from a young age, if you're working, you'll be learning that. And then number two, work causes you to figure out what you believe and why you believe it. As John Scott said, he works with a lot of people who are very different from him. And so he has to know what he believes and he has to learn how to communicate and share that. And then the last thing, and I loved this point from you guys, is that God is the only source of joy and fulfillment. Uh, and so as John Scott said, I want everyone to reflect on the question he asked, does this bring me closer to Christ? Mm-hmm. Does this job bring me closer to Christ? Does this sport bring me closer to Christ? Does social media bring me closer to Christ? Everything in your life, I think, uh, even if it's not inherently sinful, you need to be asking, does it help me run, right? Does it help me 
become closer to Christ. And so guys, that's it for this episode. Hope you keep thinking about that question. And if you have any other questions about the teenage life that you'd like for us to discuss, follow us at Shoreline Dallas on Instagram and send us a direct message and uh, hopefully we'll talk about it. So we'll see you guys next time. John hey. Scott, thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks for having me, y'all. Hi guys, it's Kaylee hopping back in for a last minute just clarification. Uh, frozen yogurt's better than Haagen-Dazs. Boo, end. boo. <laughs> <laughs>